What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. I am your host, Chris Ross, and happy Money Monday, everybody, or whatever day that ends in Wadi you're tuning in to the show. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Really excited to have you here because today's episode, we have a young country star taking the world by storm. And spoiler alert, she will be leaking her new single coming out soon. So you might want to listen all the way to the end. There's a multitude of reasons why our team's been going back and forth for the last four months. The biggest reason is this show is primarily all about adopting a winning mentality. As we get deeper in today's show, you'll see why our teams have been very resilient and going back and forth, getting her on the show. Today's episode will be a little different than the previous episodes. The only way for me to have an in-depth conversation was catching on our way to the studio. For that reason, my main man, Wes Bays, will be sitting this one out for me to be able to share a conversation that I had with the country singer-songwriter, Jess Lee. Yes, the same Jess Lee that turned Blake Shelton's and Kelly Clarkson's chairs on NBC's The Voice. If you didn't catch on the show, Stealing Some Hearts, there's a good chance you saw her sharing a stage with Thomas Ritt, Dirks Bentley, Cole Swindle, Kane Brown, Local Cash, Uncle Cracker, Wyona Judd, Joe Nichols, Thompson Square. There's a good reason why she's eclipsed over 2 million video views in only four months. She's reached 4 million organic impressions and 65,000 reactions in fewer than 28 days during June alone. Yes, just June. So it's not shocking that 2021 is looking like a breakout year for Jess Lee, with several huge festivals and international dates already on the books. Even some of the biggest names in country music are already starting to recognize that changing the guard is happening right now. So without any more delay, I hope you guys enjoy today's show. See you on the other side. Before I bring on today's guest, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss the fire content we're bringing you every week. If you're listening from your favorite podcast platform, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review letting us know how you're enjoying the show. And as always, follow us on Instagram at The Win Win Effect to stay updated on upcoming shows and get exclusive behind-the-scenes footage. And lastly, fill out the feedback form and letting us know how you enjoyed our guest today and which guests you would like to see in the future. Now, without further ado, let's get back to the show. Nobody can do it like me, like me, like me. Yeah, nobody can do it like me, like me, like me. Hey, how are you the only one that's blind when everybody sees? Nobody can do it like me, like me, like me. Everybody help me welcome Jess Lee to the show. Jess, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to finally get on the phone with you. <laughs> finally, finally, finally. I know this is a different type of episode for the podcast, but yeah, it's been a long time overdue. I know that we've been going back and forth with, you know, our teams and trying to figure out the dates and the times, but this COVID thing threw us a curveball for sure. So I'm really honored that you're here enjoying us today. I know we can't be too mad because it's been thrown everybody curveballs, you know, yeah, yeah. but, but the important part is we finally made it happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we could have probably go for two or three hours having a conversation because we have a brief conversation right before, you know, we hit record and cheering for our audience. But the reason why I wanted to have you on the show, because you're, it's multifaceted. You're so, it's a lot of layers to you, you know? Thank you. I really You're appreciate welcome. that because that's what we work on. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to just be one dimension. I got to be mm. like at least 3D, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, it's definitely, whatever you're doing, you're definitely doing a great job or your teams is really helping you get to your inner core essence. Of Thank you. You're welcome. 
and just doing some, so many great things. And I can go on for hours and days talking about all the stuff that you normally answer. And hey, <laughs> what's your show? How, how is the voice? How is, you know, going on tour, accomplishing all the things that you set out in life? But the, one of the major reasons why I wanted to have you on this show, how you got here and put yourself in the situation you are today and helping so many people with your charities or the things that you're into. But I guess for the most part, let's talk about adversity just for a second and getting yourself even in the situation where people are even going to view you and having talent. Because it's not talent. We understand that, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's not when it comes down to it. I mean, there, mm. it helps. It definitely helps to have a talent in something. And I think, mm -hmm. I think your talents in some ways are linked to your passions, which are linked to your purpose. You know, it's all kind of linked together when you really, especially in hindsight, you know, when you get going mm -hmm. on the journey and you're like, wow, like, I'm, I feel like this is why I'm made to do this. But in reality, more than anything, it's, 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 it's all about charisma. I mean, that's my yes. favorite word to use for it. It's charisma and persistence and that, that work ethic that some people don't necessarily have to just to keep digging, you know, mm -hmm. to, and, and I'm not like a huge Bible verse person. I'm a little more spiritual than religious, but I love the right. stories. And, you know, when, when you hear the story of, of the person digging and God speaking to him and, and every time he gives up and moves to a whole nother hole to start digging, he's starting over again, you know, and he was just one one shovel away, you know? And right. Like, yeah, it's true. And that's kind of how it is. You know, it's about being able to have that persistence and that charisma to literally just, to just tough it out and see it through and keep going. And usually that's the difference between the winner and the loser in the end. It's the person mm -hmm. that was able to hold in longer, you know? No, right. no, I completely agree. I speak a lot on stage to guests or go into different types of businesses and people always ask me to speak on, you know, overcoming adversity or they'll ask me, you know, cause the show very first started off with me kind of like fleshing out all the information I've learned over the years in sales, because I have a different right. approach though in sales. It's not about people say, Oh, you're a salesperson. No, I'm not. I just change lives. That's what I do yeah. for a living. Because That's I, great. I'm, I'm never selling a product. I don't sell a product because it's not about a product or service or good. It's never about that. It's about what can it do for their life? Exactly. Is it going? To, is it going to improve their quality of life? And obviously, you being a singer and you doing different things and being multifaceted, you know, obviously you know that I'm a veteran. You give to veterans. It's one of the things that you're I passionate do. about. Mm. And thank you so much for your service. Seriously, like I, it's it's a huge deal to me because I I believe I truly believe with all of my heart. Without all of you, we would not have the freedom to be able to pursue these dreams and go after yeah. what we want. And and you know, America, it's the it is the greatest country in the world. And I'm just so mm -hmm. grateful for the people like you who keep it that way. Yeah, I appreciate that. That means a lot. I'm just a grain of sand on a beach. That's what I tell people from that. <laughs> <was just> a, <laughs> it's a for for me, that was that was a big part of my life because I think it goes into my story as well. Right. Of when you know, my sister, you know, having to overcome so much adversity and watching her breathe through twos. And that's when I developed developed my well, to find my competitive advantage of what can really propel me forward and really achieve everything I've ever set out to do. I'm like, mm -hmm. I pinch myself sometimes. Do you get yeah. to that kind of situation where you pinch yourself? Like, this is, the, this is my life. I get to live this yeah, life. I do. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm like literally like the qualities that are the best qualities in me are also sometimes the worst because mm -hmm. I'm so persistent and I'm so goal driven. I can find myself uh, beating up on myself sometimes being like, well, why is it taking so long to get to this? And then I realize, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm blocking myself when I do that every time, you know, it's, it's, you have to be able to just sometimes let go and appreciate and look at that end result that you want while really thoroughly enjoying where you're at. And 
Um, you know, I think that's a, I think that is a problem for a lot of people. You know, I mean, it's, it's, we live in a world where, well, everything is so fast paced. You have Mm. social media where you can easily play the comparison game. And I find that, you know, when I talk to a lot of people, they aren't a hundred percent happy in their current situation and you can't get there from there. You can't Mm. get to the next place without being able to be like, I love where I'm at. I'm so proud of what I've done for myself. Um, and, and still being able to want more, you know, and, right. and that's so important to be able to be in that balance of the right now, you know, pre- the present is really all we ever truthfully have. And you have to be able to sit down in it and be super content with that. And that was the biggest thing, especially, you know, as, as I get a little bit older, it becomes easier for me and I'm able to be like, okay, you know, like I have so much life. I have so much time. Look at all the things I've done in such a short period of time. I'm so proud of that. And then, right. you know, but, but, Great. and then there's the, but then there's the go getter in me. That's like, okay, what's, what's next? What's next? And that's the human in us too. You know what I mean? We're not, I, I believe that we're not humans serving our duty. We're not good humans. If you don't want more, you have mm-hmm. to want more. It's never going to be yeah. enough for me. Yeah. But is it, but it has to be at the same time. That's the balance no, yeah. level, that, you know? That's a, de- that's a double that's, side coin. That's, that's a double exactly. side coin. Exactly. It has to be at the same time. I listen to right. a lot of Abraham Hicks and she'll talk about, you know, like mm-hmm. you, we're as humans, you know, we, we, we get something that we had been, we put in our, in our um, vortex, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we, we manifest it into our reality. We're excited for five minutes and it's what's next, you know, right. and, a, and that's, yeah. that's me sometimes. And, and it's funny because it's okay. Because like, if you're like that, that means that you're here, you're, you're goal oriented, you're a human wanting to live with purpose. And that's amazing, you know, but at the same time, you have to be able to be like, you know what, I'm so happy with this. I'm going to relish in this. I'm going to, I'm going to appreciate where I'm at now. And I'm going to set my intention and let, let the universe bring me there. You know, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And it is for sure. I mean, it is for sure. I mean, the, the vibration and the energy that you put out into the universe, it definitely is attracted in the right things in the world. And that's why I think it's what's helped you discover all of the things that you can accomplish in life. It's not about just the music's to you. That's why I really yeah. wanted you on the show. Because I always tell people, they ask me about, when did you discover your purpose? I'm like, well, I don't really, I don't think I discovered my purpose. A purpose always changes. Agreed. But my, I mean, that was the biggest thing for me was our, you know, someone was like, well, are you living, are, are you're chasing after your purpose? And I'm like, well, then that means that the whole journey up there is purposeless, right? right if, you're, exactly. if you're always, right. If you're always in, in the chase, if you're always the person going after your purpose and looking for your purpose, well, that means that you're looking at your everyday life as not part of that purpose. And it all is, you know, mm-hmm. even purpose, purpose is making a, a person smile, you know, purpose yes. is, purpose is, you know, giving someone a compliment and maybe you literally saved them from committing suicide. Purpose is doing what that you love. Real. People don't realize yeah, that stuff. That so stuff's real. real. Well, what made me realize it was I put out a song and, um, and it was, it's a song called strong. And it's a, it was a song that was actually designed for my, my 501c. I have a national um, nonprofit organization called the strong program. And I wrote a yes. song for it to include in the program. Cause it's, it's, it's a really unique copywritten program. Um, we have textbooks, we have audio and the whole purpose of it is it's as if a Tony Robbins convention met a live concert and it's so cool and it's so high That's energy good. and it's extremely motivated, motivational and really, really fun because I get to put in what I love and what I feel like is my purpose is being a performer and getting to enlighten people's life with my music, you know? So, right. um, it's so cool. And, and, uh, 
you know, it's just, it's been, it, I wrote the song for her. And what happened was, is how I realized, you know, it's, it's the whole journey. It's every step is when I put the song out, you know, I had a handful of people write me and they're like, I just want you to know, like your song, your story, like when I heard it and I heard you singing and, 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 you know, you doing what you love and living out what you need to be doing and living out your talents every day, you saved Beautiful. me from suicide. And I was like, wow, you know, so mm -hmm. very similar, just, very, so very humbling. It's a very humbling type of experience when people send messages like that over to me. Like you don't realize how much you've changed my life. Yeah. Like, from what? I'm like, what and you sometimes you don't. Yeah. And even if it's just one person, like mm -hmm. that's purpose. You that's know, enough. That's you living your purpose, you know, like yeah. to be able to save one person or make someone smile or make someone feel like they're enough and they're worthy mm -hmm. and deserving, you know, and, and, and to keep them, you know, happy. Like that's, that's what we're all here for. And in reality, I feel like everybody's common purpose is to, to share this earth together and to love each other. And that's actually mm -hmm. kind of funny because it was a little bit that, that exact topic is what tied into my, my single that I'm releasing. So mm -hmm. um, th that's actually what the single has to do with is, is loving my neighbor. And it's so, so it's such a fun way to sing it. Um, it's, it's, it's not like a, a sad song by any means. It's a straight up bop vibing song. It's the most fun right. way you could possibly talk about, um, you know, we're all here to love each other. So like, cool your shit and vibe on, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. People don't realize that people don't realize how important it is. I meet a lot of people and we're going to get back to that new ceiling. Cause I think we've had a similar conversation. I know it's it's coming out. We don't even know, like probably the first time we're putting on a universe right now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm really excited about, but let's peel back that onion a little bit on that. So yeah, think about this. Time. And you can peel as many layers as you want. Right. I'm, Oh, I have a complete beautiful. open book, so go for it. You won't ever offend me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm the same. I'm, I'm dumb to a lot of questions because I'm aligned with my, my core value. I know right. exactly who I am and what I'm going to do. There's nothing that I haven't put out in the universe that I haven't said to people, other people. I'm like, wow, you're so vulnerable. I had to be able to choose courage to be, and it takes yeah. a lot of bravery to do what I do because, you know, everyone had, I mean, if I've had my purpose before anyone had an opinion about my purpose. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Not, right. Well, that's, and that's that, usually, that's usually when we go after it, the, 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 the best too, is before you let anybody else's opinions <laughs> sink yeah. in, you know? Yeah, um, everyone's it's, got it's, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have absolutely no desire to fit into the world. No desire. No. I, no, I can care absolutely. less. You're so motivating. I'm like, I'm not, that's not my aim though. I'm not trying to motivate you. Motivation right. is, is, is just fairy dust. It's not real. It goes away. Absolutely. It wears off. It's like mm -hmm. a high. But it's not about what I'm saying. It's how I'm saying it to you and how I'm making you feel. Because mm -hmm. I really truly believe that the most powerful weapon on earth is a person that is so freaking aligned within the who they want to be. And it takes a lot of dedication. My dedication, I think it really shifted for me, Jessly, was about eight years ago. And I had to go back in my core and I had to figure out, okay, why can't I get to that seven figure mark? Why can't I get to these numbers? Why can't I, you know, live a better quality of life? You know, right. I, was, I was always the type of person where my personal life always sucked, but my business life was always great. Well, right. That, that should tell you how much I was, you know, not aligned with my true self or my essence of myself. So Absolutely. For, for me to be able to accomplish the things that I want in life, and I still am probably... I don't even know what I really want in a life. I'm just going after certain targets, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's not about like, you, you don't have to have it all planned, you know, I nope. mean, let, let the universe kind of make that fun for you because mm -hmm. you know, if, if, if we knew everything that was going to manifest, how fun would that be? You know, I mean, boring. Whole, it's a boring life. I don't want to know. Yeah. 
No, I don't the, know. Whole, the whole reason, and I'm, I'm, I'm extra weird. I think we all choose to be here. I have like a mm -hmm. whole, <laughs> I think we're all energy and we choose and we want to come here and experience a journey. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think we, we decide to be here and, uh, and, and we, we do it for the journey. And the funny thing mm -hmm. is, is that we're all kind of just, our whole journey is to literally find who we are. It's to come back right. to who Discovering we are. That. Yes. So, um, you know, seriously, like as many as, as much as there's times where I'm like, damn, I wish I could get this now. <laughs> I, I, I know deep inside. I know me. I know me. That's the, per the person I am as I get it. And I'm like, what's next? You know, like, right. so, so rechanneling, you got to rechannel that feeling because when yeah. you fail at something or come really close to something, that's God's way of telling you don't quit. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm a huge believer. God would not, God doesn't plant the seed if it's not meant to be, you know, exactly. we all have so many unique desires. Mm -hmm. Not every, you know, one desire is completely unique to the person. And I, you know, I've said things that I've never heard anybody say before. And I know I'm having these visions and these dreams and, and these, these ideas that are being concocted in my crazy little head <laughs> for a reason. No, it's, you know? not, it's not crazy. Everyone, <laughs> everyone else is that everyone else says that. Because they can't, they're not aligned to understand what it truly well, means. Well, I like, I like to make fun of myself. Obviously, it, you can't, you, it won't ever offend you. No one can offend you if you're there first, you know? So it's funny because I'll be like, my, my crazy little <laughs> head. Because at times I am, I sound like a nut job. I'll be talking to my team. They're like, whoa, okay. Mm. And I'm like, but it's possible. And they're like, yeah. And like, if we do it, you're going to go down in history. But like, fuck. Hopefully take that out. <laughs> Are you, I have are, a do bad you, mouth. No, I do too. I, I'm I, just because I'm so passionate. I don't even know. Sometimes I don't even know what I want to say until I say it, you know, because right. I have no idea. I'm just going off of how I feel. And, I'm, and I know that, you know, obviously it's different for you because you're, right. you're always in front of a camera and you're a performer yeah. and there's all these different layers to Jess Lee and you being a natural entertainer, which I thought was is beautiful because it's not about you singing or writing and all the things that you're doing, even with the stuff that cosmetic stuff, you're so right. many things to you do. And it's the same outcome. It's well, success. Thank you. So you're welcome. And I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, that's why, because you know why you're able to do something like that. It's because you're putting on that vibration. You're not scared of failure because it's not failure to you. It's just an outcome. I so, was just going to say the makeup thing is literally brand new. It's funny. Um, hmm. I, I, that was something I was faking until I make it. I would just, I was in quarantine. I was bored. I wanted to be a girl that started hmm. playing with makeup. I did a video, the brand loved it. And then all of a sudden it was like every day I started having these companies. Like I have, I have more palettes in my closet now than there is days, <laughs> days of the year. I'm not even right. kidding. It's freaking nuts. And, and it was funny because I have a makeup artist that goes on tour with me and she was like, damn she's like why the hell do you hire me and i'm like dude i didn't even know i could do this i was just a girl having Convenience. fun playing Convenience yeah, I, was, why you hire. I was just yeah. a girl having fun playing with makeup yeah. that was it i was bored <laughs> so mm. you know it sometimes sometimes you know it, it that's that's the fun playful intuition again the one thing i love with abraham is you know she'll talk about how sometimes you get this inspired intuition and take it mm. as inspired action if it's something that you're it's, it's, you've been itching to do it for a couple of days. Like, don't let the ego come in and be like, well, you don't oh, know yeah. what to do. You've never done that before. I had no anyway. freaking, right. Yeah. I had no freaking idea what I was doing. I had this brand that wanted to collaborate. I was like, you know what? This will be fun. It was out of the blue, out of nowhere. And I'm like, this has to be happening for a reason. Like this is, mm -hmm. this is, hasn't happened before. I'm freaking bored anyway. Let's just see what happens, you know? Mm -hmm. And it ended up turning out awesome. And then it led to another thing. So I'll do another thing. And 
Um, you know, and, and that's kind of, that's kind of the, again, the fun of the journey. Like you, you don't, you don't want to have it all planned. You know, you don't, no. you don't want to, you don't want to know everything. Cause part of the fun is being able to be that kid that that's learning. You know, you see a, a baby and you're teaching them how to read and they're amped. Like, right, you know, like right. they're it's so the most, excited It's a brilliant age. It's a brilliant age. Yeah. From you know, zero they're to so seven. excited to learn. They're so excited to soak it in. They, they don't yep. care if someone's like, you can't read. They don't care. You know, Holy like, they're shit. just like, yeah, they don't care. Like, they, they just want to learn. They want to soak it in. They want to, to, you know, completely digest all that life has to offer mm -hmm. and just soak it in as fast as possible. And I think, you know, so many people can learn more from the babies and the beasts. You know, Beautiful. animals are the same way. They live, mm -hmm. they live off of spirit. They live off of yes. source, you know, and they're not, they don't, a dog doesn't look at you and be like, do you like me? They don't give a crap. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? They go so, off the vibration. They sense it. They can sense if you're a good person or a bad person. Exactly. And, and either way, they don't care. They're going to walk away and never approach you or they're going to try to be your best friend. And, and if you don't like mm -hmm. them, they still don't care. They're still going to do what they want to do. You well, know? I that's, yeah. I just, <laughs> there's, there's so many different lessons with what you just said that yeah. people don't understand. <laughs> because that's where, I mean, just like, you know, I have three young nieces, you know, in the States and in Charleston, South Carolina. So when I go home you know, like there, we walk out of a grocery store or something and my middle niece, Blakely, bless her heart. She- Blakely? <laughs> yeah, her name's Blakely. Like all yes. one word? All one word, yeah. All so, one word, see, she's Blakely. Like, she's like a Justly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a Southern thing. It except, is a Southern thing. I, except you don't see it sometimes where it's all one word. A lot of the times, like, it's like two separate names and I don't even mm -hmm. interrupt you right now, but I just love when no, I hear like- No, you're fine. I love when I hear a name like that. It gets me excited. It's, it's mm -hmm. such a Southern it's a thing. It's a double name. It's a double, <laughs> yeah. it's a double, always double name. My sister, that one that passed away, her name is Sue Ellen. Um, so, yeah, name's double names. Double names are big. It's big. It's big. Yeah, but Blakely, she was walks out. And she's just a, such a firecracker, right? Yeah. And she's the. She maybe worked so hard for her love that when she was real young, <laughs> she was like very ornery, right? So right, right. Once you break through that layer, and you know now she knows that there's no one better than Uncle Chris, right? Because I love her. So, but just that that's how much love you put into relationships and and your children. I love right. children. But she walks out of a grocery store and she just careless and carefree and just jumps yep. in a water puddle. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. You have to have that same type of mentality. And then, and then you have the adult. parent being like, no, don't do right. that. You know, no, and that's, yeah. that, that's the thing is like, that's conditioning. Why? Exactly. It's indoctrination. <laughs> right. You're conditioning a child to not enjoy experience joy. They're, that's exactly. the, the whole part about life. And we, or conditioned at very young age and how these limiting beliefs and I deal with them all the time just like with these students or you know coming yeah. out of companies they have so many limiting beliefs are actually preventing them from accomplishing the things in life because someone told them in an opinion that you shouldn't do those types of things I mean that's yeah. why I don't waste I never waste time trying to explain you know who I am to people no. who are committed to trying to misunderstand me no, absolutely down. not. Right. It's a pain in the ass. They're, you know, these people just drive me nuts. But that's the whole thing is I put out that vibration trying to get everyone to understand. Like you, you win with love and you're talking about that loving your neighbor, right? So you're, mm -hmm. you're winning in love. Like what, I guess you would say what motivated you and what inspired you to write that song? So this, the, the reason we're going to go ahead and release this one is because honestly, it's, it's something, it's a topic that needs to be discussed at this moment. You know, I think yeah. we're in a time right now where, um, there's just, people are forgetting that people are forgetting how important and how powerful love is. And mm -hmm. 
we're in a, you know, and without getting too political, because the song isn't really about politics. It's, it's about going back to that, that old time era of when everybody on the block knew each other's names and they had block parties and it felt like family, you know, and it, there wasn't this like divide and it was, you know, if, if someone wanted to come over and meet, and they needed a bag of sugar kind of thing, you know, and it, it's all about right. like that old school mentality of, you know, back in the days when people felt like they didn't have to lock their doors, you know, and then, and then somewhere, somewhere along the lines, it just kind of, it kind of switched, you know, it kind of every, something happened where there started to be this divide and, and, and evil kind of to, to showcase, kind of started to showcase its way through a little bit more. And um, I think in our hearts as humans, like we're all conditioned and, and uh, to become that way, but our source is love, you know, the, the true, pure, energy that we have is love. Mm. It's just something happens along the way to some people along the journey, you know? Right. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's literally just with the time and everything, it was just, it felt like the right song. We actually were going to release a, another song that I wrote called um, Ammunition. And we ended mm. up completely switching it around with everything that was going on because if there's a subject that more people need to talk about, you know, it's just about going back to our roots of being humans and human nature in general of, loving and appreciating each other, you know? That's just a beautiful message. I mean, it's a lack of grace is what happened in society in the last like 30 years. I was, yeah. raised, I was raised around, you know, my, luckily when I was a kid and I was, my mom and dad, I live right next door to uh, my grandparents, her parents, my mom's parents, right. and they're older generation of, you know, where all the strong morals come from, like the World War II era. Right. right. So yeah, absolutely. Like the, last, the last generation, the last generation of, of, of trying to produce a gentleman. You know, mm -hmm. being in Southern, being Southern and, you know, understanding those types of values. I live and die by those values, but a lot of times people don't realize that it is that lack of grace because grace is when, you know, when someone hurts you or does something negative to you. And if you just try to understand their situation and have it being empath using a lot of empathy instead of trying to hurt them back. And what's happened in society in our last 30 years, and I go on forever talking about this. That people, oh, me too. <laughs> and no, because what it is, is it's, it's like an old saying back in the day. And you, you know, when I was a, when I was a kid in Southern saying is like the re people that act like that never have their ass cut before. That's what my dad yes. would say. <laughs> yeah. They never had a good old fashioned ass whooping with mm -hmm. a, with a wooden spoon with a hole in the middle. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, oh my God. It's going into Italian talk now. Oh my God. With this wooden spoon shit. I, yeah, I that's still, what my mom would do. I'm, I'm, I'd oh my. piss my mom off and all she'd have to do is go to the drawer. Oh and I knew, goodness. I knew what was in that drawer and it was a big ass paddle with a hole in the middle. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. I was my in, mom, yeah, and my yeah. mom was not abusive. My mom was, incest. <laughs> seriously, my father was straight up abusive. There's a difference. I, there mm -hmm. is nothing like a good old right. fashioned ass whooping. There is a difference though, you know, mm -hmm. and, and my mom, she, she would, when we deserved it, we'd get an ass whooping and mm -hmm. I understand it. There's as consequences, you know, consequences. Of yeah. course, there's nothing wrong. I, I still believe that. And I don't, I don't mm -hmm. care if people think differently. I still right. believe that there's a level of discipline that is not, uh, uh, used today as much mm -hmm. as it should be. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it and coming. No one can, no one can down me because I came from one side of abuse, you know? So I know the difference. Right, I, right. I know it. So if anybody wants to play the, oh, well, that's abuse card. No, I know the mm. freaking difference and I can tell you it. And then I, you know, right. so, um, but. What's no, abuse is not correct. What's abuse is not correcting bad behavior. Absolutely. That's abuse. Absolutely. Uh, abuse is, is 
come, you know, hurting someone for no reason or, you know, mm -hmm. taking out again, hurt people, hurt people. My, mm -hmm. my father was a very, it was a, he, he abused alcohol and drugs mm -hmm. and he would get worse and worse and worse. And he'd fall into that and he'd literally get into this depressed mode. And then he wanted to hurt everybody around him mm -hmm. for no reason. You know, right. that's abuse, you know, and it's, 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 it's so much more than physicality. It's a mentality as well. And you can, you just feel that, you know, you know, when you deserve something, you know, when you're being a little shit and you're like, dude, right. dude I, should, you know I need it. a spanking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, no, you know, you're going to hold yourself accountable to it. That's why you have to stay you know, holding yourself accountable to your own actions and what you're yeah. putting out, putting out in, in the universe where you've been putting out in your, in your own head space. Absolutely. A lot of people, people with well, alcohol we, we problems or drug problems. Go ahead. Oh, oh I was going to say, well, we grow up in a world too, where, you know, everybody gets the participation trophy and I'm very, oh, yeah. that. Fuck that you know, shit. excuse I, my language, but fuck that shit. All you get is blue ribbon. Like, Oh, I was in last place. I got a trophy. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Stop doing that. You lost. It's, it's the same thing. It's conditioning people to literally feel like they are, they yeah, they are entitled. They deserve instant gratification that they That's can do. To, yeah. To do nothing to deserve everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm so against that. I'm, I'm all for working your ass off or something, mm -hmm. showing why you deserve it. You know, don't, don't talk the talk, walk the walk, like literally mm -hmm. get your ass out there, work for it be the best and show people why you deserve the trophy that says you're the best, you know, mm -hmm. not, not, not for sitting on a bench and doing nothing. And you're like, you know what? You made the team. So congrats. Like you deserve a trophy too. You know, like, right, no, that's right. not like, like they're, you know, they're, they're, they're it, people deserve the people that work their asses off deserve that just as much, you know, because right. it's like, why, what, what at that point, what makes you, if everybody's going to get a trophy in the end, what makes what makes people want to stand out and shine? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Well, that's kind of goes with obviously what you do, and especially, you know, you being, you know, going into different types of, you know, industries, but obviously what your talent and what's your, your beautiful voice. I mean, you, you're Aww, on the show, you. the voice. You're welcome. And that's, uh, that just doesn't happen though. I mean, yeah, it was a talent. You were always probably in a situation where you can sing and you sounded great, but it takes a lot of work. Can you talk a little bit yeah. more about that? Absolutely. So, so, you know, I, I will say it's, I'm a big believer that some people have talents and, 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 and um, they're, they're able to have abilities and things for a reason. I think this was mm -hmm. definitely, definitely part of my purpose and part of my journey. And I was very, very blessed to have the, the musical talent because it is something that goes deep in my roots, like with my mm -hmm. family. I mean, I, I have, um, you know, my grandparents who were touring musicians and further down the line, great grandparents who were, um, uh, musicians and played instruments, classical instruments, um, touring That's all over awesome. the world, same concept. So it's something that literally like down way down deep has been something that I've, I've had in my family forever. And, um, but you know, just because, just because you have the talent doesn't necessarily mean that you're deserving either, mm -hmm. you know? So, right. um, so, you know, just like them, you know, I, I, I wanted to experience that. I wanted to put the hard work in and it, it literally started with, um, the snowball effect was I was actually coming from, from being extremely heavy. I was so overweight. I, mm. I was so embarrassed. I never wanted to get on stage. I never wanted to perform at one point, even though like it was in my heart and my soul. And it was something that I had a desire for. I couldn't take that leap because of my embarrassment and my shame. And a lot of, a lot of that came from the way that I was spoken to um, all the way back when, you know, I was a kid and I was playing tennis. I, I started playing tennis when I was three years old. Mm -hmm. My mom was so big about 
getting me in a sport. The racket was literally bigger than me. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she, she put me on the tennis court and, and I was, I was, I've just always been an athlete and I was just mm -hmm. really good. And my mom, and we were, we were not very wealthy at all at the time. It, we actually, uh, we're pretty, pretty poor to be honest. Yeah. And, I grew up, uh, grew up the same way. I grew up, I grew up in a happy home, but it was, I, we were, we were, we didn't have a lot of money because my sister was, you know, she handicapped. My dad had to work two to three jobs to right. be able to provide for that type of, you know, care for her. Right. So yeah. it was very difficult, but it kind of goes up into where, what you're talking about right now is like the talent. See, my belief that talent is just an indication that you could be good at something. If you really, absolutely. If you, mm -hmm. if you cultivate it, you know, if you right. cultivate it and you work on it. Absolutely. So what, so that was the thing was I ended up getting with this coach at the time. We weren't going to be able to afford it. I mean, tennis is a rich man's sport. So right. and I'm here, you know, here I'm on this little country door in Loxahatchee and I'm like, I want to play tennis. So my mom is always a huge believer in I'll, I'll lead you to your dream. I'll make it happen. You put the work in, we'll oh, find a way, beautiful. you know, that's how my mom always was. I had the best mom in the whole world. And it's funny because I can talk all day about my dad and not shed one tear, but I talk about my mom, how much she loves me and I start tearing up. I'm so weird. So, <laughs> but you dealt with it, but you dealt with it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have made it to where you were. Like you've drawn from that motivation of, you know, going from abusive childhood, but you right. all of what's led you to doing what you're doing and inspiring so many people is that you've dealt with that shit yourself. That's why yeah. you don't have any emotion towards it. It's, it's, it's yeah, no longer exactly. part of that. And it's no longer part of that internal essence of you. Do you see it's what I'm saying? It's so true. Yeah, it's and, so true. And for the longest time, it was the chip on my shoulder that, that drove, drove me right. too. You, you know? need I, that I, shit. Yeah. It used to anger me. I used to literally be like, well, you know, my dad told me I could never do this. So screw him, you know, but right. that's, that's where it started. That's actually like literally where it started was playing tennis. And, and my mom, that was the first opportunity I got to be able to say, I want to do something. Let's figure out how to make it work as long as you put the work in. And she took me out for a lesson. And um, we, we, the, the coach disclosed at the time how much lessons would be. And she's like, but your daughter, like, we'll figure out a way. Your daughter's so naturally talented at this. I want, I want to keep her going. There's not a wow. lot to do out here in Loxahatchee. You know, I know you don't come for money. And what can we do to make this happen? So she, was, she believed in me so much that she actually oh, sponsored me and discounted lessons. So I grew up playing this sport. I was, I mean, literally day and people don't know this day in day out every day. I, I would literally, even when school started, I would play four o'clock in the morning. I'd get up, I'd go train before school. I'd go to school. And then eventually, um, sometimes if, as, as I got more and more, um, conditioned, I was able to start training after school as well. So I would literally uh, yeah, play right. tennis yeah. And I was training like a pro because I didn't have the money to go to a boarding school where they did it all day, you know? So, um, over time, you know, just with, just with doing that, I, I loved the sport. I loved it so much. It was, it, it was really what taught me discipline and sticking with something and hard work. Um, but I didn't love it as much as music. I just, mm -hmm. I never did. So why, why do you think it, when, when did you come to that realization? I actually came to it in, it was my senior year of school and, um, I had brought my, I brought my team to States and we had won, uh, nationals and everything oh, with awesome. my team, my tennis team. Yeah. And, um, it was me and another girl who was also a, an amazing player. <clears throat> and, um, we, we brought our doubles team to, to national so many times. And it was just one of those things that it was like, I don't love this anymore. Like I'm, right. I'm there's nothing wrong with that. I you just you yeah. grew out of it. You grew out of it. It's nothing wrong with that. It. And I learned so much from it, but it was, mm -hmm. I was, I was getting older and I was seeing, you know, 
these, and at the time it was like, I was looking at people who were teens, like Michelle Branch and people who were like, they started their music careers and popped off as, as teenagers, you know? Yes. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do this and like really go after this music thing, like I need to start it now because I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, coming up on 17 years old, I'm going to have my senior year. I think I just need to focus everything on music. Well, when I quit tennis, I quit. And Mm -hmm. it's a very hard sport. I hope people understand that it's very difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when you quit a sport like that too, and you're playing that much, a lot of people don't even think about it, but I, I was not burning the same amount of calories anymore. Mm. I gained so much weight and then all of the insecurities came back. I was so heavy. I gained so much weight and I literally procrastinated again on when I was going to start music. And what it took was that same year. I mean, I, I literally, I'm, I'm only a five, two girl. And I was like a hundred, I'm sorry. I was, I was like a 215 pounds, you know, I'm, oh. I'm five. It was, I was very, very big for my, for my weight. I was super embarrassed. I didn't want, I didn't want anybody to see me on stage. I just, it was one of those things where I was like, change. I need to figure this. Well, what happened was, is I, I started dating this guy and you know, a lot of people t- say that you tend to date people that are like your dad, you know, you, you tend to, you tend to date what you know. And yeah, I it's dated. what you're projected. It's what you're not dealing absolutely. with. Absolutely. You're not online, right? Yep. hundred percent. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. I was not in a hundred percent in line with who I wanted to be. And, and, uh, that's why I wasn't allowing myself to do anything mm-hmm. I wanted to do, you know, in, in, uh, you know, in full. So, um, mm-hmm. I was dating this guy and it was just, it was the, the clicker. It was the thing that, that, you know, flipped the switch in my brain and all of a sudden I became a different person from that moment and I tell this story every time this guy was abusive he was mentally and 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 partially physically he started I think if we would have stayed together it would have gotten worse because I know the process of how that works you know oh, it, yeah. it, it was right. it was very very like you're like you're like I've been there before it's like I've oh been my there God, before I caught myself right. which was great you know but mm, it was it, was, it started you. off mental and then it started becoming small physical things and I was like I'm I done. see a pattern here. Like, yeah, I yeah, see a pattern. I was like, I'm done. I caught the red flags. I'm not doing this again. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I just can't. And he looked at me and he was like, well, you're a mother effing fat ass. And he's like, mm-hmm. and you're never going to find anyone better than me. So good luck. And that moment right there. It- right. He's, but you, I bet you every time he turns on a, turns on a station and he hears your voice singing, he's probably like, Damn it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's cool I literally I'm like I'm so over it at the point where it's like it's funny because right. everybody this says that modern. too they're like I bet you he, he, he sees you now and he's like whoa but I'm like I don't give a shit like mm-hmm. <laughs> like I really yeah. you know the, the thing that that cracked me up the only reason I'm so thankful for him was because I don't know why I don't know why my dad had said mean things to me all of my life and I, you know, I grew up around bullies and I grew up around people that were jerks to me. And when I gained weight, they, you know, they shit talk me and, and, you know, but for some reason it was just the way he looked at me in the eyes. And it was the way that he said, you're never going to get anybody better than me. And it pissed Mm -hmm. me off so much. I was like, well, I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I literally went to a gym, joined a gym that day. And it was like about like in a month. Like I lost a drastic amount of weight. Like I was. You need something on- like that. You need something yeah. like that to, pro- to propel you into another situation and changing that you know, outer layer. Because it's not yeah. about the be- outer beauty for people. It's the inner essence of them. It's a very mm-hmm. you know that's what's the drive. There's a good. You know, I'll give you the good news and bad news about life pretty quickly. Like the yeah, bad do news it. is. But bad news is you cannot make people like you, love you, understand you, validate you, accept you, or be nice to you. And you can't yeah. control them. You can't control yeah. anything. 
But the good news is it doesn't fucking matter. Well, that's the thing. My, yeah. my thing is if I have to make you like me, then, then we're not meant to be. It's not worth it, man. <laughs> you it's know? not worth it. That's my thing now. It's like right. I used to, you know, I used to be the girl that was like, I strive to be whatever I could be in school. And, and, and I was always kind of popular. And, and, you know, I was very much of a social butterfly. But I was also very different because, and mm-hmm. this is actually something I've never talked about before, but people were like, the, my, the popular crew was very confused by me because I'd go chat with them. And then five minutes later, I'd be sitting down with the goths and then I'd be yeah. sitting down with the, and I was such a social, social butterfly with people. Like I just saw people I've never, you know, I've never seen mm. color. I've never seen eth- ethnicity. I've never seen style. You know, I've never seen like, if you want to have, you know, tattoos on your face, like, I don't care. Mm. Like if you're a good person and you make me laugh and I make you laugh and we, we have a cool chemistry together, then we're right. going to be buds, you know? And people in school thought that was the weirdest thing because it was so clicky, mm-hmm. you know? And I was always different. I was just always different in that way. And, um, and I just kind of always had this side of me that, like, I was good at, at, at being me in some ways, but in some ways I, I restricted so much of who I was and in, in what I wanted to do, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and finally, you know what? Like, when that happened, I let it all loose. So I, he said that to me. I went that same day, joined the gym. Within like a month, I, I think I lost like, it was like 30 pounds. It was like something crazy because I was like, I was, you know, burning so many calories again and, and kind of getting back to like that athletic life that I knew. And it felt mm-hmm. great, like mentally for me too, because I've, you know, when, when you're a person that's that, you know, you're, you're used to physically exhausting yourself that much anyway, like you, it, it almost feels like gross being the exact opposite. So I wasn't, right. it does. I wasn't happy like doing nothing and being completely like sedentary, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, um, so yeah. So, and then one day I'm in the gym, it's like a couple months in and this guy walks up to me and he's like, Hey, I see you in here all of the time. And this was like the second like pivotal moment in my life that I say like led me to the journey of music, to, like to be a career. Um, he goes, Hey, I see you in here all the time. And he's like, you work so hard. And he's like, I've watched you lose so much weight. And he's like, you're, you're killing it. But he's like, I, I noticed you're, you're kind of plateaued. And I'm like, I am. Like, I can't, I can't lose the, like, the rest of this weight that I want to lose. I just can't do it. And I was just doing a bunch of cardio and stuff, you know? I didn't know about weight training. I was, to me, it was still taboo. I was a girl. They were always like, don't pick up the weights, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, so he's like, well, what do, what do you say that, you know, you train with me? He's like, I actually coach and have done figure competitions forever and uh, bodybuilding competitions. And he's like, you know, I, I know, I really know how to like change the, your body fat percentage and, and give you a little bit more muscle. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to be big. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. And, and then finally I gave in and uh, he really, he really changed my life when it came to my body, which I don't care what anybody says. If you're uncomfortable with your body and you're in, and you start investing in yourself and you start changing mm. to see yourself, what you want to become physically, you naturally right. feel better internally. And right. it changed my whole mental state. It changed my whole self-confidence. Um, and I felt strong for the first time in my life because, you know, even tennis, it's so much cardio, like, and, and, you know, a lot of those pros out there, eventually they start um, doing like functional and weight training and things like that. But with me still being a teen, um, like the people and the coaches that I had were like, I don't, I don't want her training like that yet because she's still so young. She's still a teen, blah, blah, mm. blah. 
so I had never experienced like really heavyweight like lifting and you know really training hard like that in a gym and it was a whole new experience for me and it was like I loved it. I loved it. And it made me feel like I was an athlete in some ways. Again, it kind of like, it kind of like yeah, triggered it. Craving. I was about to suppose yeah. I was gonna go with it. Yeah. It gave, it gave, it gave you that something that you've been desperately missing in your life because yeah. that's where, you know, what's happening, you know, when you went into that relationship, you know, indirectly or directly, you just weren't dealing with your own shit and you need, yeah. we're the type of people we're very similar in this, in this way. I have to be, you got to give me something to do. I'm going to be bored. I'm going to end up destroying something. I mean, <laughs> right, exactly. Like my mom would, she'll tell you stories. Like when I never, when I learned how to walk, I never walked anywhere. I ran. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> when I exactly. woke up in the morning, my foot would hit the ground. I would take off. And when I started like raging wars inside of my own self, and I went, and you know, I came overweight. And that, what that is, is an indication that, you know, I wasn't happy. I was, I was, yeah. I was, I was doing something that I normally wouldn't do. I mean, I was, when I left the military, I was 7% body fat. We boxed for, you know, for over 20 years. So when yeah. I, you know, compromise my quality of life to be able to, you know, I don't know, are you lowering your standards in life? Because you end up mirroring who you're dating, you know, and mirroring oh, yeah. those people. So that's very similar. Granted, it wasn't her per se. It was just the relationship that got to the point where it was, it ended up being toxic. Because you yeah, gotta be willing no, absolutely. to- right? You got to be willing to be able to, be, to do something, you know, you never done to get you to where you've never been before. Yeah. It's, growth, growth does not come from comfort zones. Absolutely. Hell no. You know, I don't it does not. Yeah. No. I don't want to be comfortable in life. And that was, that's why it was such a big moment for me was because, you know, I had never done that before and I was so afraid. I was like, mm. I'm going to get bulky and big. And then, um, you know, I ended up, so I ended up losing all that weight. And he was like, you know what? You should try something. And he's like, I know that you want to sing, but he's like, and this is, this is a little different, but he's like, how about you try a figure competition? So I trained for 12 months for this figure competition. I ended up having an eight pack of abs. Like I was, wow. I was 7% yeah. body fat as a female, which is like crazy because females just, unless That's you're, nuts. unless you're performing on a show, I, and I'm, mm. I always preface this for people. Cause I actually have a major in dietetics. Um, like mm. do, don't ever push your body fat limit as a female. That is literally for show purposes only. That's my little disclosure for today. No, for real. I never give anybody permission. I used to have people that when I was, I'd post those photos on Instagram, they'd be like, I want to look like you. And I'm like, no, no, you, you don't. don't. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> no, that's not real. Like it's not real. Like there, there's no reason for a girl to be that low of body fat every day of their life. And um, that's a whole nother story of where I started having some complications and had to come out of that because I was over. Um, I ended up becoming so addicted to that look. When I look back now, I'm like, holy shit, I was, was disgusting. Yeah. I was so skinny. Like I was, I was ripped. Like I was ripped, but like I was so, I, I had such low body fat on me that my face was like concaved. And you know? mm. so, so I look back and I'm like, damn, like, it's just crazy when you're in the right state of mind, the stuff that starts happening. Well, it was, it was all good. You know, it was, everything was good. And I, and I ended up doing the competition. I won everything. I literally took, um, my novice, which is first time competition. And then I took my class. And then when you win your class, you go in a overall competition where they put you right. with everybody in the show. And I won the whole thing. And it was That's my beautiful. first show. And it was on, it's right. like unheard of. Like people just, you know, it's really rare that people go in and they just take a whole show, you know? You, you know what and, was interesting about, let me cut you off, but what's interesting about a lot, of, I don't think a lot of people maybe not know this, that when you're on The Voice, that you already had a single out, you know, and already well, was how, doing very well. well. That's how they found me. That's the funny thing. Right. <laughs> the show That's actually so found freaking, me. 
I know. So, that's well, that's how, that's how it, that's how it came in. So like, literally I, I was feeling so good and I turned to, mm. to my coach and I'm like, you know, I just, I, I'm so happy. I, I, I don't see myself doing this anymore. I had done a com- couple right. competitions after mm-hmm. that. And I was like, but I, again, I feel like the same thing that I felt with tennis, I need to be doing music. Now level I feel up. good about it. There's yeah. always another level, always another yeah, level of something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was the same thing. I was like, this is exactly how I felt when I was playing tennis. Like I was great at it. It's something that I was comfortable with, mm-hmm. but like I, this is where my heart is to, for, for me to do it every single day of my life. The only thing it's I can totally- see myself doing yeah. The only thing I can see myself doing day in, day out is, is my music. And I, you know, I can make a career out of that and be happy with it and, and know that I'm going to love my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's when that was the moment, you know, after I got my confidence back, I felt super good about like my body. I was at a point where I had some, like, I get, like I said, I was so at the time, so skinny, I had some health complications and I, I got out of that, all my hormonal stuff that I found this beautiful, happy weight. That's like really healthy. That's and great and curvy and girly. It's like kind of my thing. So now I'm now more than anything, because I've seen my weight at every single stage. I've been obese. I've been, you know, ripped with a, with an eight pack. I I'm so for body positivity now. Cause I'm this beautiful, like right in the middle. And I talk to women. Embrace about, who you are. Embrace who you are. Yeah, Embrace who, who you are. are. I mean, be healthy. I mean, by all means, like I, I'm, I, I'm not promoting people to be anorexic and I would never promote a person to be obese. I mean, and I'm not saying that I think it's one of those things that like, when it comes to health, like who, like if you, if you love who you are and you love being obese and you like being overweight and you're really truthfully happy there, good for you. You know, like, God bless you. God bless you. But no matter what, but no matter what, it's not good for you. You know, like there's no, you can't, you can't, there's no hiding that, you know, like Mm -hmm. there, there comes a point where you get so far gone that now it's concerning your health complications and, Mm -hmm. and your, and just your health in general, you know? And so I'm all about finding what I call the happy weight and just really finding this, this, this body weight where you feel good, your energy levels are right. You know, you feel right. like you're not exhausted because I was so, I was so underweight when I was competing that I was actually, I, I actually had moments where I would faint, just I'd faint mm-hmm. and hit the ground, like just walking around the mall, you know, just normal that's, life things. That's big time. That's big yeah. time. And you being a performer and entertainer. And Heck yeah. That, well, that's that what takes a lot. Me. Right. That's, that's hilarious that you say that because like that's exactly what i was like damn i can't i can't maintain this i can't mm-hmm. maintain this because i'll be on stage one day and i just at pass that time, out. Yeah. yeah and i was just at that time starting to launch like what i was doing with my music i was starting to tour around florida i started touring in my hometown first um mm-hmm. and i was like dude i i can't do this i i know that one day i'm gonna just not have enough water i'll be one sip shy or i'll just have yeah, to push it a little yeah, I have pushed it a little too much, you know, on stage and I'm just too skinny right now and I'm going to faint, you know? So, um, so yeah, I was on a mission to find my happy way. And then I did. And when I did, it was like, it was like, I finally kind of got to where I felt super happy and just excited about who I was physically. And it led to this beautiful relationship with who I wanted to be mentally. And, um, it was just, you know, it's a process. I mean, thing about it is, is like, when you tell the short story, it sounds like it kind of just all happened overnight, fluently and overnight, like in one motion, but it wasn't, you know, it was a lot of ups and downs, a lot of, Mm -hmm. a lot of nights where I cried myself to sleep, trying to figure out like what I was going to do next, you know, and, um, and you know, it all led to this, but it was, it was because in looking back, I know overall I was open to learning. I was open to being like, okay, I'm lost. I'm lost. But like, 
being lost gives you the opportunity to choose where you want to go next, right? You get an so, opportunity every second. Every second you have an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's a, a lot of things that people don't understand about a comfort zone and there's a, and actually getting to the point where you're choosing growth over comfort and over mm -hmm. all these other things is that your comfort zone is where you feel safe and you're in control of your inner being, right? That you yeah. have your fear zone and what you're talking about. And we're going actually all these layers and it's what I wanted to go with on this is that there's so many layers to you that people don't understand it's just a method behind your madness of greatness of understanding <laughs> your fear zone your fear zone you're going right. to find excuses your lack of self-confidence you know right. you're being affected by others opinions when your ex ex-boyfriend right called you was like yeah. you're a fat ass you're you know whatever i'm like well fuck you whatever that's your because yeah. you're in your fearful zone but then when you made that shift and went to the gym the same day and yeah, went to go into day. your right well that's a took that that's what propelled and pushed you into that situation and now go into a learning zone that learning yeah. zones we're going to be able to acquire new skills extending your comfort zone you know dealing with and that's, challenges and that's yeah that's so true and that's the difference too is like a lot the difference between the person that continually keeps getting what they want is when they're at those moments when they're at the moment right. where you know like they have to jump the cliff is there and you're going to either take the safe route or you're going to jump like i've jumped mm -hmm. every single time like i've been every like time. you know what i don't know what a gym is like i don't know what this is but you know what he pissed me off and all i know mm -hmm. is that i don't want to be a fat ass anymore and i'm not going to be and i'm going to have any freaking man i want you know? <laughs> well, yeah, god bless you yeah god bless you that's beautiful <laughs> so you know and that's the that's the difference and and, and uh, it's funny because I, I preface those things with people. I said, I'm, you know, I, I say this all the time. I'm a big believer that there's a difference between cockiness and confidence. And I'm, I'm extremely confident. I, mm. I've developed. It comes out of you. Right. <laughs> thank you. I've developed this Welcome. serious level of confidence that it took me forever to get here. And that's why I'm like, don't you dare bash it because it took me forever. I used to be the person that I hated myself. I, you know, I had moments of um, of suicidal thoughts before when I was a young girl, when I, you know, when I was going through the things that I went through with my dad and, you know, and I've, I've lived those, those moments of being in fear and being in coward, you know, just, just being a coward in it and just, mm -hmm. just wrapping myself in it. And, and now, you know, I don't anymore. And I'm so proud of that. And I'm proud of my confidence, but I'm, I'm not cocky, you know, like when it comes down no, to it, like, no, people, I, I, people I, like I, us, we know the difference when yeah. we see it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the yeah. vibration you're putting out. Like there's people that, you know, come in contact with me and they say, God, like, where's all your confidence come from? Like, I don't know. Like I well, just me being whole for myself. I'm, I'm a bad motherfucker. This is what I do. I'm a, like, well, the difference I, yeah. between cocky is you look at people like peons, right? This, this is how right. I explain it. I don't look at anybody like a peon. I look at someone and say, I look for Cedar you have the you wow. have the ability to have the confidence level I have too, mm -hmm. and I'm not better than you. We are the same. Mm -hmm. Just yep. get that shit up. Right. <laughs> you know I what get I a mean? lot of yeah. I get a lot of people that are entrepreneurs and are trying to get to that eight figure mark or nine figure mark that we're you know coming in contact with, and they say, "What's the difference?" getting from those types of numbers and producing an entrepreneurship. I was like, it's all about just being comfortable in who you are as a person and being, you know, you're aligned with your mission in life and what you're trying yeah. to accomplish. When you're aligned with all that, you're looking into the growth side. It's like, how can I learn more? That's what I ask myself every day is when that every day at 5 a.m. That's the biggest battle that I win, Jessly. Yeah. That's where all the self-doubt and all that bullshit comes in my head. And I have to clear it all out clear the mechanism right oh man i and, that's that's mm. so that's such a visual right there and it's something mm. that i think so many people can relate to mm. I, I, thank you i think that i think that goes aligned with who you are as well because i mean you're going to have that self-doubt right you're going to have all these things that are going to get 
put you in a type of frame of mind where you're already lost. You're already lost. Yeah. You're yeah. in the day and you're going to make that shift over into that growth zone. It's like setting new goals for yourself, conquering your objectives, you know, finding your purpose and rediscovering your purpose each and every day is like, where can I get 1% better each and every day? I mean, Absolutely. that's my dedication. If that's all I'm focusing on. Someone asked me, it's like, who's, you know, all my competition out there in the marketplace, all my competition, you are the competition of yourself. You absolutely like look yourself in a mirror, man. I mean, it's, it's, your, it's yeah. the truth. And, and my manager uses this for me all the time. Cause like I said, like you were just saying, we all have those moments. It, as mm. I, as I be, as I grow more and more into my life, it's, it's become less and less and less, especially looking back to when I first started, I was always doubting. I was always like, Oh, and then I'd make myself do it. You know, <laughs> now mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, it becomes a habit. Like you, you, you naturally start reaching for those better choices and you don't have to think about it as much, you know? Um, but my manager always has a, a conversation with me every once in a while when I get that feeling of like, I'm not moving fast enough, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's hard like, for people like us because we're always, we're always 100%. Yeah. We're yeah. Always at 100%. Like, you got to think of it. He's like, you've got to think of it as like a game of golf. You're not competing. You're competing with the course. You're not competing with people, mm. you know, like literally sit down. You're, and he always uses these athletes things. He knows I'm like, that's where I come from, you know? So he's like, I can, I can relate <laughs> yeah. to you. So he's mm. like, it's golf, you know, like literally focus on what you have to do. Focus on the course, focus on beating that and like stop looking at the people around you because every time, and you know, every time you look back and you turn your head, you're slowing yourself down, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So. I, mean, I try to give the analogy of, you know, you being in a plane, but you can still see the ground like an indication, indicators. So yeah. But if you're sitting in the plane and you're looking through the windshield straight ahead, you don't realize how fast you're moving. Yeah. But if you have, if you look down and see an indicator and seeing a car or you're seeing a road or seeing things move and you realize how fast you're moving, like, holy shit, I'm moving pretty fast. Well, mm -hmm. That's where, that's where you have a, you know, let yourself know, like, listen, I'm here to win and I'm going to do it. I'm here to inspire people. I'm here to, you know, you're yourself, you're here, put, you're putting songs out to help people in the world. Like what's going on right now in this, this fake ass pandemic and all this other media <laughs> manipulation and all this hate, all this hate you stuff. And I, and you and I are saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's all bullshit. No, like no one gives a shit. And you got other people out there trying to hurt people and, you know, doing negative things. I mean, I, I, I just don't, I don't have time for it. I don't have yeah. time for it. But putting out that type of thing, I can't wait to hear the, the single come out. You have to definitely send it to me for sure. Um, oh my gosh. I will, I will absolutely send you over all the information and hope that hopefully that you'll, you know, you'll share it to your peeps because mm -hmm. we talked oh, about definitely. it on your show, yes. but I'm really excited. This is going to be, um, it's a really, really a, a big release for me. And, uh, we have, we have a lot of stuff cooking for it that we've been trying to be super creative with everything that's still currently going on. So, mm -hmm. um, I think we're going to actually do a big online release party, which that's kind of still in the hush hush. But, um, once, once we officially announce the date that it's going to drop, we're going to start releasing all of these really fun ideas that my team has mm -hmm. cooking and i'm actually sitting here i'm like dang i can't believe it's been an hour and 30 minutes already i know <laughs> right you <laughs> get your ass to work yeah <laughs> i mean i'm just good we got you know one of those types of personalities we, you know, we mesh well together where we can have conversation about you know anything for hours and i mean Absolutely. i can i can go for i can go for five more hours um, I, I was know. actually yeah well that's I was the crazy actually, thing i literally like have not been looking at the clock and i was like dang, I'm like, I'm almost 30 minutes late now. So I have to get, I have to get cracking, but I, but that's how natural it is. And, and, um, mm -hmm. chatting with you has been so, so lovely because you know, you, I, I wish there was more like-minded people that I come across like this. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's actually interesting, the scarcity. And that's why I feel like people like us are so important. And that's why, you know, for you, like, thank you for your podcast. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for the big conversations that you have and you're willing to 
to share because, you know, there aren't enough people that are talking about the importance of, of all of the, all of everything that we spoke about today. And, um, you know, thank you for you and, and your time. I'm really, really excited about, you know, being on this and, and, uh, I really appreciate you having me. I, I appreciate everything you just said. It means the world to me. That's why I work as hard as I do and, and try to, you know, inspire as many people as I can. It's not about just trying to go for that source. I'm just, my outcome's bigger that I'm setting out for in life. I'm just trying to live, mm-hmm. you know, a better life each and every day and become, you know, 1% better every day. It's been my saving grace in life. And I've just been looking forward to this episode and, and I'm kind of anticipating, it's like, when is it going to happen? Like, we got to get her on and have a conversation. Everything just kind of like aligned at a perfect time where, you know, we're able to have a little bit more of a impactful conversation with not all those show and glamour. Right? I all hope it videos. was all you hoped for. <laughs> no, no, it has. I mean, it's, I, I appreciate the conversation. I love meeting um, great people and I, and not just like great people, just like on the outside layer, just cause you're successful and you know, different things. No, it's not about that. It's about how you make me feel when you were having a conversation because I can resonate with your story, a lot of your story and all that pain and shit. People don't realize how hard it is to overcome that and living a better quality of life because as long as you're aligned with who you, your state of being, you can make an impact with people. I have people sometimes they'll send me messages and like, Chris, you've changed my life. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even imagine on your type that type of level of, you know, coming in contact with so many people. And I know that um, for those that are listeners, you know, out there, I mean, how can they find more about you? Um, Thank you for asking that. Um, you're welcome. That's really, that's really awesome of you. So uh, all of my socials, my team was very smart. All of my socials are at Justly Country. Mm-hmm. Um, Justly is spelled J-E-S-S-L-E-E, all one word. Um, if you want to go check out my website and join my Just Legion, where we do a ton of discounts and fun giveaways and um, announcements on early announcements, like sneak peek announcements on like tours and uh, merch and mm-hmm. stuff. That's actually www.justlymusic.com, or you literally can just search J-E-S-S-L-E-E, all one word, and I'm very Googleable. I'll pop right up. <laughs> <laughs> very Googleable. <laughs> That's yeah, a funny as long, thing. <laughs> as long as it's not justly two words, because I'm telling you right now, I say this, I preface this with everything. There is one other justly in the world. I'm the only one word justly, but there's another mm. justly. She's two words. And she is Asian and she's amazing. And I really appreciate her as an artist. She actually won, won a TV show and did a TV show as well for a, a, like a, the voice China or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of hilarious because if you Google her, you'll pull her up if you Google two words and she's, it, she sings in Mandarin. So if you're okay with not understanding any of the words of the music <laughs> right. you listen to. <laughs> um, right. I'm sure um, she's a wonderful soul. You know, I'm sure she's, she's a wonderful yeah, I'm sure she's, she's incredible. She's she heard does. me talk about her. I don't even know if she knows who I am at this point, mm-hmm. but she's heard me talk, probably heard me talk about her like a million other times by now. She's probably like, dude, this girl really loves me. Like she's, she doesn't even know me. She's always saying the nicest things about me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. But I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and having a chance and, you know, you sharing all the things that you did share with, you know, my audience. And I know that, you know, it's, it's mind blowing that, you know, the podcast has obviously done so you know, well. We had a, um, a person come on about 80,000, a hundred downloads, of, you know, a week on our show. The exposure it's to not mind experience. blowing. It's no, not it's mind blowing because, you, because you're, you're literally doing something, like I said, that more people need to do. And that's why I think, you know, to me, it's not like, you know, you're going to, it's going to grow and it's going to grow and, and, you know, keep the fun of it. Keep it, keep letting it mind blow you. But in reality, it's not like you're super deserving. You've worked really, really hard and you're doing something that, like I said, there's a scarcity of it. And, um, you know, that's why I can really appreciate what you're doing. And I, when my team brought this up, I was like, yeah, of course I want to do it because you know, this is, this is the shit I love. Like, this is mm-hmm. the stuff I love to talk about. 
Um, and you know, I just think it's really, really great that there's people like you exposing this type of information out into the world. So beautiful. Thank you so much for all the kind words. That meant a lot to me, what you said there, because uh, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm blown away by it. I'm humbled by it. I'd take when I launched a podcast. I was like, Oh, my mom will listen. You know, <laughs> my, my parents have a family back home will listen. My niece will listen right. or whatever, but it's a, I, it's just a very humbling type of thing. And it's I, congratulations on all the success that you've actually have had over Thank the years. You. And you're welcome. And all the ones that you'll have in the future. And I know that you're coming to London as well. So I can't wait for that. I and, am. Yeah, it's it's yeah. hush hush, but it's looking like, so we're, we're actually finalizing everything, but I might be playing C2C. So for all of the, what? for the London listeners mm. out there, y'all mm. better come out and see me. I'm going to be actually, we're going to be hanging out with you, Chris, on one evening. So maybe we can do like a little meet definitely, and greet together. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, it was funny that you, when you said that to me and you told me, and I looked it up to see where it was actually at and it was actually outside of my window. I know. That actually kind of freaks me out. You sent me a photo and there's the O2 arena right there. And I'm like, holy <laughs> I yeah, I, mean, I wake Yeah. I wake up looking at that damn thing every morning. <laughs> so, I'm like, holy shit. We're meant to be friends. Right, yeah, we're going to have a good time. So that's cool. for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. So, be, just enjoy your day and enjoy the studio and go keep inspiring people because people are listening. There's a lot of little girls out there that, you know, are just so inspired by a lot of things that you do and your music and people you come in contact with. So, I really appreciate the conversation and I look forward to hearing all the great news coming up and all the things of hard work you're putting in. But God I bless you. I appreciate you so much. And, and when neighbors comes out, I better hear you jamming to it. So, oh, yeah, don't, don't worry. <laughs> you know me, I'm a country boy. I'm from South Carolina. That's what I do. I listen to country. It's funny. And when I'm in England, that, you know, they don't really listen to a lot of country music, but they do have a community out here that yeah. do listen to a lot of country music. I love country music. It's my, I actually have a playlist in my Apple, iTunes, whatever it's called. It's, uh, it's called Roots. It's my roots. There you go. Where I come from. I love it. I right? love like, it. I'll say it. I'm not going to say, you know, that, you know, Siri, because she'll start talking here in a second on my desk, but right. <laughs> she'll start playing it. Yeah. So, but um, other than that, enjoy, enjoy your day. Thank enjoy the you. studio. God bless you. You need anything from me? I'm an open book. Definitely reach You're out. You're wonderful. Anything you need. You're Welcome. amazing. I appreciate you so much, Chris. Thank you again for having me. God bless you. And uh, I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. <laughs> oh yeah, real soon, real soon. Good stuff. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, take care. Bye. See ya.